0: What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. It's Monday. You know what that means. It's time for Monday Night Raw. It's time for the Fightful Review. We're here with Denise Salcedo. Denise, how you doing?
2: I'm doing good. Nice to be on here this day today.
0: It is. Look at you being nice. You're, you're
2: you you've made it nice.
0: You made it through the intro without being mean to me. I'm so
2: proud of you, Denise. I told you, I told you like several days ago that I would be nice to you. I think what was it, Friday? I was like, okay, yes. I'm gonna be nice to Sean Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. I didn't promise tomorrow though, because I figured something's gonna go down Monday. And so I'm not gonna be that happy with Sean.
0: Well, guys, you all will have the opportunity to see if uh, Denise is gonna be nice to me on Wednesday. Because Jimmy Van's going to be out of town. So we're doing the list in your girl number six this Wednesday. Of course, we're going to talk more about Brody Lee. We're going to talk about the world of wrestling. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff. But Denise popped up on our SmackDown post show. We had one of the best SmackDowns of the year Friday. And uh, afterwards, after we got done reviewing it, Alex and Denise joined us for like an hour. That was different. That was fun.
2: I know that was random and too. And I think it was because what, wasn't it Christmas? It was Christmas Day. So I had yes. nothing else to do. I was just chilling. And I have this thing now where after my show, like we tend to finish earlier than than you and Jeremy. Do. I was like, oh, I usually catch like the last few minutes of the show. And I usually go to talk smack, right? So finally, I was able to be brought on and it was very, it was just fun, random. I kind of just felt like you were, we were just hanging out as friends, but you know, on a computer.
0: I discovered bagged milk on this show. Go watch that, guys. It's a it's a fun time. You'll you learn a lot about us on that show. But uh, please leave a thumbs up on this video. Please subscribe. Please tap that bell for notifications if you're watching live on YouTube.com slash Fightful. And uh, send us a super chat. If you want your questions or statement read on the air. You can get it done there. Uh, Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fightful online. But we've got a couple other projects that I want to tell you guys about fightful scraps. Uh, It is our clips channel. I have uh, uploaded a ton of compilations over there to get our watch hours up. I'm pushing for 1000 subscribers over there so we can monetize that channel. It's got a lot. It's going to have rather uh, just hundreds and hundreds of clips from our interviews and compilations, stuff like that. Also, We've got a Twitch channel now, twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. Go follow that. Please help us out. We would greatly appreciate it. And, of course, FightfulSelect.com. We're breaking news all the time. but
2: Man, Fightful is everywhere now.
0: We are. We're all over the place, Denise. We're opening up all these... All these different content avenues. And we're, we're rebuilding Fightful Select as we speak. we got so much stuff going on over there. I Revealed this week we're going to be bringing back our Fightful Forums for Fightful Select. It's going to be a good time. But there, there were some not-so-good times this weekend, uh, Denise. It was uh, Saturday evening when we learned that, unfortunately, John Huber, uh, also known as Luke Harper, Brodie Lee, passed away. I was actually on the air doing a Fightful Scraps Q&A while this news broke, and I immediately hopped over to Fightful and kind of revealed what news that I could. Alex did a really heartfelt sour graps that we left open to everybody, but Denise, this is heartbreaking. Um, It's it's so sad. It's a a guy who is so universally revered and adored in pro wrestling. Uh, We haven't really heard you speak on this or or any thoughts that you might have, but uh, I mean, obviously a a horrible situation.
2: Yeah. So, um, I found I found out obviously Saturday, I think it was just a couple minutes after AEW had posted that tweet up that they posted and it was so, it was so out of nowhere. And obviously that's what death is like. We know that, but I went on Twitter and I was just, just going in with like this different mindset. Of, oh, I'm going to go check like this dumb status that I posted a couple of hours. Let's see how it's doing. And I saw the tweet from AEW and it didn't make sense to me. Like I was reading it, but I wasn't understanding it. Like I wasn't comprehending what it was telling me. And so it just, I turned around and I looked at my fiance who was right next to me and I was like, dude, I was like, did you see this? And he was like, what? And I was like, Like, what is this? Like, even though like I was reading it, I didn't like register at all. And so automatically, like instantaneously, it was just like tweet after tweet after tweet of people talking about this. And I'm just thinking I couldn't register it whatsoever. And it's just one of those things where you're like, damn, like, what the hell? Like, I was just talking about this guy, you know, a couple weeks ago on on the show. Like, this is somebody that we've known, that we're seeing. Like, this isn't just somebody that, oh, hasn't been on TV for years. And, yeah, you know, we're a big fan and we respect this person. No, like, this is somebody that we were seeing. So it hits you differently. It feels different because it's kind of like that thing where you're just like, man, like, I just saw this person and now they're gone. So it's that part of it that you're just like, oh and then just like every single day like that you know being on twitter and all of that i think that people just have been like really open so it's been it's been hard i think for for everybody like for the wrestling community and everyone
0: yeah i mean people jumped in in that live stream chat on on scraps and they said Brody lee died and immediately i'm thinking why why are people playing this kind of joke and then i look at the AEW thing and there's the graphic and i'm like did they get hacked? Is this a hoax? What's happening? Like anything to convince me this isn't real. This isn't real. Um, I've had a lot of people asking me like what I knew about it. I had AEW wrestlers asking me what I knew about it. Nothing before two weeks ago. I had heard a couple weeks ago that he had an illness. I was not under the impression it was anywhere like life or death. And From what I understand, in early November the roster was told uh, about this by members of his family and basically sworn to secrecy so the fact that it was is kept quiet speaks a lot to the respect that he commanded and the respect that they wanted to show Brody Lee's family and I admire that so much uh I admire the fact that his family was was comfortable enough and confident enough in that roster to share that with them and keep keep them updated the people that, that really needed to know what was going on with with John Huber with Brody Lee And I respect that roster so much for keeping that private uh, the, the family's wishes. Um, This is, ah, man, just, just the, the outpouring of support and, and all that, that it came from that, not just that roster, the WWE roster and, and independent wrestlers and so many people that, that he helped, he helped teach and, I unfortunately didn't get the opportunity to speak with him many times, like maybe three or four times. We spoke about MMA. We spoke about his kids, spoke briefly about what his next move would be. Cause I had asked him for an interview. He was like, well, Hey, listen, I'm not going to do interviews right now, but I, I will eventually. And unfortunately we didn't get to do that, but he was like, I kind of want people to forget about me. Then remember me when it's time. And uh, nobody's ever going to forget that guy. And, a story I haven't shared with anybody was a pretty funny rib that he pulled on me. The one time I talked to him on the phone, we had about a 10, 15 minute conversation about a story that was written. And, uh, he, before he got off the phone, he said, Hey, I got a big scoop for you. And I was like, yeah. And then he hung up on me.
2: <laughs> so he totally got you excited thinking you were going to get something good. <laughs> yes,
0: And then, uh, sent me a smiley face after that. And I was like, oh, come on. And that was, uh, the only time I got to speak to him, like voice to voice, so to speak, everything else was was direct communication and clarity on stories and stuff like that. And like that sense of humor, uh, that sense of humor was just <laughs> something that stuck with me. And I, I wish I selfishly, I wish I could have been able to experience more than that. But I wish that his family got to experience more than that. They got to experience a lot of it, but nowhere near the amount that they deserved to uh we as wrestling fans are so so lucky that almost half of his life is on film for us to see like so mu- we have so many memories of him that we get to to share um and it's 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 just a shame we don't get more and that his family doesn't get more
2: it's interesting too that you say that you know people were reaching out to see if like anybody had like you know said anything and it just really i just think that it's such a big deal that you know for et cetera, amount of time, like no one went and said, Hey, like this is what we know. Like nobody went out to spread the gossip. And that to me is just like, it's, it's pretty astonishing because as we all know in every like realm of the world, it's so easy for information to be spread. Even if you think that no one, even if you think the person you're telling is never going to tell anybody. And so I just think that that's, it's awesome that nobody went and like blasted it out there, you know, because you got to respect the family's wishes and it's, yeah, so I'm I'm happy to hear that nobody went out there and like, you know, spread the rumors.
0: Yeah, I was it, it said so much because I mean, it's it's hard to keep a secret in wrestling, especially when so many people know about it and um I mean, I know a lot of the roster, they didn't quite think that it was they they always thought he was going to pull through type of thing. So, uh we're going to get to some super chats. I know a lot of you all want to pay homage to to Brody Lee as well. Matthew McFadden says, AEW dedicating their next show to Mr. Brody, as well as booking a match with all of Little Brody's favorite wrestlers straight in the fields. They've been doing a lot of nice things for that family over the last couple of months, especially. Um I uh, I know that's one of the reasons why AEW is a little unhappy. Well, not a little, a lot unhappy with the results getting leaked, is because some of it involved him. So uh, I think it's great. They've pushed back one of their their big shows, one of their gigantic shows to accommodate this, which is a no-brainer, Denise. They were going to do that no matter what.
2: Yeah, and I think that... Not not to say like, oh, they had to, because I don't think anybody has to do anything, but the fact that they're, you know, they're doing it, I was so happy because I was expecting it. I didn't really know what sort of way, what how they were gonna, you know, trip like honor him or, you know, give him a tribute. I didn't really know how they were gonna do it. But I think so far, based on what Tony Khan has put out there on Twitter, I just feel like they're going about it the right way like even just like you said like the matches that they booked uh you know just everything that they're doing it feels like the right thing to do and like no matter what happens on AEW Dynamite this week it's gonna be like a show that is that is very bittersweet like it's gonna be enjoyable you're gonna feel happy because you know it is what it is and but then at the same time it's gonna be heartbreaking because you know why the show is happening
0: uh Hannah Moore mentions that the the proceeds for his shirts uh will go to, or will go to the family. Uh she got one from EC3 store because Moore will go to the family. I encourage people to do that. EC3 doing something really really great. Uh, I I asked EC3 last year whenever uh whenever he I think he had a match with with Brody Lee. It was one of their like last matches uh together and I was able to talk to him a little bit about that. Throwback27 says he impacted lives in a positive manner. It goes to show that one person can make a huge impact on so many levels. It's sad that it hit wrestling as hard, but shows how much positive love people have. Yeah, I mean, it's impossible to be positive all the time, but it is very, it's very important to put that out in the world. And Bryant says, I know this isn't going to be the lasting takeaway from his death, but it does give me hope that the wrestling community is coming together no matter what to show the support. Uh they support and it does put a smile on me. Yeah, I mean, you, you just hear so many great stories, Denise. That was that was the the one of the, the positive takeaways is that we learned so much about this guy and how good he was to people. Buying people camera sets and buying people gear and robes and all this stuff. That's out of the goodness of his heart.
2: Or just even the fact that, you know, everybody out there now knows, if you didn't know already, that he was a family man like he was a family man and like everybody said the exact same thing. And like, when people are saying the exact same thing, you know, it has to be, you know, and you know, it is true. And you see the pictures and it was, it was, it was hard to, you know, go back and look at the photos, but Oh, I don't know.
0: Uh, The nerd guru says Xavier Woods is a national treasure. And Colt Badeau says he did a tribute to Brody on raw talk. I will be watching that immediately after this. And Ryan B jam says, I loved Woods doing the clothesline and Tom calling it the Harper clothesline. Plus, Tom and Drew doing the It's Monday, you know what that means line. There were a lot of tributes. Uh, Alexa saying yeah, yeah, yeah in her uh, promo. There, there was a whole lot of that tonight, and it made me so happy to see that. That was, those, the, I mean, they don't even have to be subtle nods. Like, they're not going to get punished for doing that, obviously. I mean, this is a person that so many people loved and cared about. When, when Brodie Lee left, and I was talking to people in WWE about it, It was like unanimous excitement, not like, oh, well, he got screwed over here. It's just he wants to create and he's going to have the opportunity to do that. Everybody was so excited for him. And Denise, we were I can't believe it was only seven months that we had an AEW. It felt like he was there the whole time because of all that he accomplished there.
2: He fit right into it. Like the Mr. Brody Lee stuff, everything that he was doing, it was easy. It was very easy to like, very easy to enjoy. And it's just, oh, I can't believe it, man. Like I, when someone posted on Twitter that his last match was the dog collar match, I was like, what, how, like what? Like we were just talking about this match. Like I was just talking about this how is that possible and then just, October right like October. yeah it doesn't like it, I it, mean, it's just those things that you're like I, I understand the facts I understand what's happening but you can't really accept it or like register it in your brain like how is this you know but it's just like a constant reminder of like how fleeting life is and like I don't want to get email or anything but like it's just it's something that obviously I think a lot of us were thinking about in the last few days with this announcement
0: Bryant Heath says it's Monday. You know what that means? And Colt Badeau says it was nice to see all the wrestlers do their own tribute to Brody. It felt genuine. It was genuine. Um, like, like when you reach out, and it, it's so funny. Cause like when you just reach out and check on somebody, like you almost always get a story. Like somebody will say, man, I'll remember him for this. I'll remember him for this. And it, like everyone that, that interacted with him has some sort of positive right. story.
2: So like my like your story was like way better than mine, but I'll just share like a quick one. So like sure. when I went to fan access, okay. So there's been times where I've met several wrestlers. You know, as a kid growing up as a fan, you know, I, I went to the meeting and greets, and there's there's a couple of times where like the wrestlers would ignore you. They wouldn't even look at you, and you're like, "Hi, I'm Denise. It's nice to meet you." You're yeah. all excited. They don't even they don't even look at you, right? They just sign your autograph, take your picture, next person in line, right? When I did the access and I got to meet him I just remember like he was so like you can tell he was happy to be there he was happy to meet all the fans you actually got that one on one interaction that you want as a fan when you go up to meet a wrestler and I remember even afterwards I was telling my fiance I was like man I was like he smells good and then that was (laughs) it like we took our picture and it was like such a like silly memory but that's like my memory that I have that I was like oh he smells really good and then that was it it's so
0: dope but did you you see the Kofi thing he said that I think Cesaro. too they talked about how he took pride in making sure his dirty shirts were actually really clean and smelled good
2: i didn't see that actually
0: (laughs) they said it's like almost like an art for him to make them smell and be as clean or smell as good and be as clean as possible make them look as dirty as possible like that's the kind of thing like that doesn't come up in an interview that doesn't come up in anything else
2: you got to know the person to know yeah
0: Chris Rain says, really looking forward to the AW tribute to this show. The BTE today was the first time I laughed in a couple of days. Just seeing the impact he had on so many people is inspiring. When I posted that clip of him and Sue, oh my gosh. Like that, that was just, that was so fun. Like they helped reinvigorate being the elite. Like I thought being the elite had lost its way. And then the dark order came. And you saw him and, and John Silver and all these guys doing what they did. It was a completely different side of Brody Lee that we had never seen before. Like other people had. Lots of other people had if they knew him and they had the pleasure of seeing him in person. But that was so cool.
2: Yeah, I like when he was like, he doesn't like your food. Yes. And then he would smack John and tell him, like, you stupid idiot. And like all this. this fall, down I- for Sue. You oh. fall down for Sue. You better fall down for Sue. I know. And it's just like, Oh, like even for, for silver, like my heart goes out to him. Cause just like right. having those memories, he was like, had like, you can tell they had like a really nice, like on camera and you know, off camera relationship as well. Just like watching the way they interacted. And he was just like, you know, looking down and being called an idiot and all this stuff.
0: Uh, disgruntled New York Jets fan, Justin Lopez. You shouldn't be disgruntled anymore. Uh, Justin, they won a big game last night or yesterday. He says, this is so tragic. He was my favorite. Why? And I enjoyed every one of his matches. A six foot seven man working like a cruiserweight weight was just incredible to me. He was special. He was special. Uh, Injection says, Sean, when I saw that you were live, I thought you were lying. I was hoping it was a bad joke. Brody will sure for sure be missed. Yeah, 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 forever. I was. I, it's one of those things I was hoping it was some sick joke, but... Cause I mean, that would have been better than the alternative, us losing Brody Lee. Um, unfortunately, that was not it. Luis says, Sean loved the Brody Lee article you did on Fightful. Also, the BTE tribute was great. Thank you very much. I don't write a lot of features on, on Fightful anymore, but I wanted to do that one because his work meant an awful lot to me. Throwback says, the up, up, down, down tribute was amazing. Bryant says, I think more so than Moxley, Brody's leaving WWE made me the most excited as a fan. Yeah. I I thought so to to me as well, because I had seen on on a pretty big stage what Moxley was capable of because he got to be at the top of the mountain. I had not got to see that with with the then Luke Harper, Denise.
2: Right, exactly. And that's like, like, oh, it just it bums you out, man. Like just thinking like you said, like he was only there for a couple of months in AEW and it feels like he did a lot. But then like you're part of you still like, man, like he was just getting this opportunity to, you know, even do more.
0: D-Lo Diggs says Woods doing Brody's Discus clothesline was awesome. We're going to talk about all these tributes. We're not going to just slow this down when, when the Raw raw review starts in, in a few moments. We're going to keep sharing these thoughts. I want you guys to share your memories as well. Uh, Brian Mahoney says fans are constantly in cyber wars over their favorites weekly, but Brody's passing tells me more about the respect that extends to every locker room in pro wrestling unanimous respect for that man. And Rob Wilkins says, I think you're right, Sean. I've been watching him since Chikara. That's 12 years ago. I watched Owen and Eddie a combined maybe 10 or 11. That's that's wild to think. Like if you were an indie fan and you saw him in Ring of Honor or Dragon Gate, you probably watched him for for a decade. And uh, Ryan B. James says, Maple Leafs and hockey legend Doug Gilmore tweeting about Brody Lee showed he was as much, uh, was much more than just wrestling. He was a good guy. And that's what's important. Well, we we had what I thought was a pretty good Monday Night Raw, Denise. What did you think? I know you were ecstatic over The Miz.
2: Jesus Christ, Sean, I hated that. Don't even, don't even. Well, I can't well, even pretend. I mean, once we get there, I'll share my thoughts. But overall, sure. I want to say that I enjoyed Raw. I didn't look at the clock today. I think by the time I looked, two hours had gone by already. Blue bass. Yes, I was very happy about that. Because, as you know, like the longer raw takes, the more I eat during the show. And let's face it, that's not good for anybody. So
0: I got these good to go. (laughs) I had yogurt, I had peanuts. And I didn't even get to that much stuff.
2: I just had cake, but, you know. I like, get
0: ready to outrace my, my math teacher, Denise.
2: I thought you already did that, though, the six no. miles.
0: I, oh, I did the six miles. I want to I want to crack him down.
2: Your energy depresses me. Wh- why? brings me down. I can't have that kind of level I, of I'm energy. I'm doing it with a
0: deviated septum. I can't breathe out of my nose, either. Like, that's why I'm so nasally. I've had my nose punched too many times in my day, but. <laughs> We do have some super chats. Please get those in, guys. Leave us a thumbs up. Throwback says, want to wish you guys a happy new year. Thanks for making 2020 great, even through difficult times. Hope for a better 2021. Thank you, everyone. Good night. Yeah, we're hoping everybody has a better uh, 2021 than they did a 2020. And Trevor L says, Denise hates Christmas. Now she hates whipped cream.
2: Did you see my tweet? I hate whipped cream. I've always hated whipped cream. I just finally came out.
0: Well, I agree with you. Whipped cream what? sucks. It's overrated. It's unnecessary.
2: I'm surprised you agree with me. I can't believe it. Yeah. It's like a miracle, a fightful Christmas miracle.
0: It's overrated, but let's talk about the opening match. The nerd guru says Keith Lee being the world title guy in the hurt business is best for business. Naomi should be in there as well. I don't see Keith Lee being in there. Um I think he'll be out on his own, but he is the top contender now, Denise. Right. What are your thoughts? We we had a promo to kick off the show. And I got to say, I agreed with Seamus. They were like, why, why'd why you beat him up? And he was like, because he's been bitching at me all the time, saying I'm going to turn on, on you, Drew. So I just said, shut up and kicked him in the face. I'm for it.
2: So, okay, there was actually several things that I liked about this. So what I liked was that, I thought that Sheamus was a really good opponent for Keith Lee because Sheamus ain't a small guy. We know that he's a pretty good sized fella. But the fact that like that Keith Lee was like being able to like manhandle him across the ring and throw him in all of these directions. It made Keith Lee look that much better. Commentary was really putting over his size and just, you know, what a, you know, what a big guy he is. I thought that on that end, they did a really good job in building Keith Lee. But at the same time, I have to give props where props are due because even though Keith Lee ended up you know, winning that match and ended up looking great and all of that stuff, I think the real star of that match was Sheamus because Sheamus did a whole lot during this match that I thought really made Keith Lee look that much better. And as for his match with Drew McIntyre next week, I know for a fact that Drew McIntyre is obviously going to win. I don't, I don't, there's not part of me that, I mean, there could be a shock, right? But there's not Mm -hmm. a part of me that thinks that Drew McIntyre is not going to win, but I am expecting a really good match out of this so i'm looking forward to the match but i really do think that the credit has to go where it goes and it has to go to sheamus
0: yeah sheamus is having one of the best in-ring runs in of his career it's really great my only issue is like why don't they have these people win matches leading up to a top contender match sheamus had not won a one-on-one match since i think october Something like that? Like, why Why can't he just win singles matches and then get put in a top contender match? It ain't hard. You book the matches. What's the thing
2: with Keith Lee, though? It's not like he's been, like, you know, explosively winning every week since God knows when. Yeah,
0: so have him win, too. That's what I want to see. <laughs> I want to see people win matches, and then I want to see the people that win matches face each other. That way, the person that wins that match, I'm more excited to see. Uh But this match... It was a hefty white noise. I, my God. Also, I don't even care if it's Keith Lee doing it. Just watching Sheamus get hit with a spirit bomb, that was unreal. Like, I still look at him as a 250-pound guy, even though he's like 230 now. Like, he's much, much leaner. Uh, But yeah, I I would love to see people win matches leading up to this. That way, they actually deserved it. Another highlight was... Keith Lee with that bot, it was like a shoulder block body press that he just fell on top of Seamus with a pin. I thought that was cool too. We, We heard about Vince sending some big guys back to work on their stuff. If this is the result, okay, I'm fine with that.
2: Yeah, seriously. And well, you know, I, I just I really did think that Sheamus was the one that highlighted Keith Lee on this one, though, because I, there have been other matches where I'm like, oh, man, Keith Lee just looked phenomenal in this match. But I, I for me, I think it was the fact that Sheamus was selling like crazy. I mean, he was he was getting to that AJ Styles selling level. Obviously, it's different because, you know, AJ Styles is just a smaller guy and that guy can bump like yeah. crazy. But, you know, di- different, different, different types of selling there. But I did feel that way for this match.
0: Yeah, so uh, Keith Lee versus Drew McIntyre next week. All for it. I love it for Legends Night. It's going going to be an insane week. I mean, that week is unreal. It's Wrestle Kingdom, Monday morning. Legends Night, Monday night. uh, Wrestle Kingdom, Tuesday morning. You've got the AEW uh, big show that Wednesday. NXT New Year's Evil that Wednesday. Oh, my gosh.
2: Are you stressed out, Sean? You look stressed.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be a tough <laughs> week. I feel like
2: I feel like while you were announcing all of that right now, uh, I think the other part of you, like behind your brain, was like, "Oh snap! I gotta do this." I, I got like you just formally did your your mental schedule oh, right now. I'm,
0: I've mentioned this Royal Rumble feature I'm working on too. Like it's it's six thousand words right now, and I'm trying to get it done before like a couple weeks before Rumble. You so know- all the stuff, I'm like, ah.
2: I'm actually looking forward to Raw Legends Night. I may sound like a total loser, but I'm kind of looking forward to it.
0: Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com, guys. I've posted a bunch of exclusive news on people there hoping to bring in. FightfulSelect.com, the most direct way to support us. Bob Harris says, My first exposure to Brody was Pro Wrestling Ohio. A lot of people uh, got to see him for the first time uh, at going to indie shows, and I think that's pretty awesome. Roel Ortega says, I just wanted to share that Brody's last match was on my birthday. Having that attachment for the rest of my life feels special. It's been a tough weekend. Love you guys. See you Wednesday. Thank you so much for dropping by. Oh. Um, oh. On your birthday, too. Oh, sorry. I, I think I froze up.
2: Yeah, you did. I was like, but, oh, uh, no.
0: StreamYard, man. It does this all the time. It does. Does it do
2: it to you a lot? It does, especially during interviews. It's the worst.
0: Oh. Uh. Rob Reed says, to me, Brody's clothesline was as good as JBL's or Stan Hansen's. As a dad, it hit me hard hearing all the stories about him and his kids, RIP Brody. I was never a big, like, discus clothesline guy just because I would see him do that sit-down power bomb and that sidewalk slam, but he got it over, and it worked. Uh, Bryant Heath says, the first house show I went to after my dad passed away, Harper saw me crying after his match and stared at me and smiled at me before nodding and walking off. I'll never forget that because of how he made me feel important.
2: Wow. That's, That's really the mystery.
0: job. That's what you do. You you make moments, and and Bryant will never forget this. I mean, he's remembering it right now, and it, it, it seems like a positive memory for him in light of some negativity, in, in light of both his father and Brody, but he can take something positive away from it, and that says an awful lot about John Huber. Uh, Ryan B. Jam says, I feel like Sheamus is going to cause Keith the match next week and set up a triple threat match at the Rumble. I wouldn't hate that, Denise, but I know I know a lot of people seem to think that Keith Lee's going to win the Rumble.
2: See, who I kind of like both those. I don't I don't think Keith Lee's gonna win the Rumble. That's just my yeah. opinion. I don't know. I'm 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 always wrong though in this type of stuff, though. I'm never right. So maybe I could be right.
0: Check out the betting favorites over at FightfulSelect.com, guys. Uh heaven, Wright says, I know it's a raw review show. Sorry for this, but I've still got tears from the dynamite match card stuff. Brody's uh Uh, Lines is all over the show. Nice stuff. Yes, uh, it is a Dark Order heavy show Wednesday, and it should be. And it should be. Uh, Corbin101 says, tough to watch Ricochet on Raw Talk last week. Sad to see Brody go this way. Destined for more. Let's talk about this awesome Ricochet-Ali match. Now, I don't know who got over because Ricochet beat up the entire faction, including Ali, then got put to sleep then beat up Ali. So this this was a match where we got to see Ricochet be Ricochet. That German suplex, the even him getting slammed into the barricade, and that attack on Retribution. This was Ricochet. This was the superhero. This is the guy that they paid that money to to sign. And we finally got to see it. It's just 50-50-50-50 booking. How did you feel about this match?
2: I don't think I hated this match. I don't think I felt... I don't think I felt any negativity towards it. And the reason for that is because like you said, this was ricochet at its, as it's, Maybe not as his finest, but at his finest, actually, yeah. And, you know, he was doing a lot all over the ring, you know, just really multitasking if you would. And there were some really great moments, like you said, the part where he got re- retribution essentially, like, pulled him. That was a great visual because he's a tiny guy. So he, he like, looked like a fly that was just being dragged off from the ring onto the barricades. So that was a cool spot. The splash from Ali to Ricochet on the outside of the ring looked fantastic, too. But I like this match because I like what it did for for Ricochet where it showed a lot of his you know a lot of his skills that we already we've seen but this was yes. a nice reminder of all of that and I also thought that this was the best match that we have seen any member of Retribution in and I can't I was even thinking I, I tweeted this out and I was thinking man is there another match I was like no Denise it's Retribution there probably wasn't another mm-hmm. match and so For me, I actually thought that this did good stuff for both of them. Maybe not the best. I mean, obviously, Retribution could look a lot better, and we said that. But at this point, I'll take what it is for Retribution. I'm not expecting much out of them. At this point, I'm just expecting a good match, and I thought this was a good match.
0: The only match that I can think of that it was as good as this was Ali versus Ricochet last month. (laughs) That's it. That's it. And, yeah, my my issue is more with, like, who got over here because – Ricochet did all this great stuff, but then he got put to sleep. So it, it makes him look fairly strong, I guess, but he
2: didn't lose though. Like, but, but yeah, he, he lost. Right. But he, at the same time, still, like we said, he looked phenomenally in the ring. So I don't think that he necessarily took a big L here because at least he looked really good in the ring. And we all know, we all know that retribution needs some wins. So.
0: Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, less bothered by that than most. It's just, I, I there are always so many shenanigans in WWE matches. I'm like, can't we just have one? Can't we just there have one without?
2: Shenan- there was another worst shenanigan. We'll talk about it when we get there.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, there was grand metal leak defeating the Miz. I liked this because grand metal leak went for a bunch of quick pins and they didn't work. Then he got one like a minute later to me that establishes some unpredictability. And I'm fine with League winning like these guys have to win sometimes, Denise, or otherwise you're never going to think they're going to win.
2: This was such a random match when they announced this match. I was like, what? This is the match that we're getting today. Yes. I, it it wasn't. There was something about it that just threw me off completely. And even though it was a very, very short match. I liked it for what it was. I thought they actually gave Grand Metal League some good moments to actually shine. Yeah. I like the fact that they even gave them some promo time ahead of this match. I don't think I remember the last time they really talked or were allowed a moment to talk. And I know there was obviously moments, but off the top of my head, it was it felt new to me. That's what I'm trying to get at here. And I even wrote down on my notes, like prior to the finish of this match, I was like, man, I was like, you know, it'd be pretty cool if they gave Grand Metal League a win here. Like, like you said, these guys got to get a win.
1: Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.
2: At some point or else, everybody's just going to see them like a bunch of jobbers. So when he got the win, I was like, oh, oh, they actually went with it. That never happens. And I was happy with it. It wasn't a blow away match, but I loved it for what it was.
0: Yeah, I particularly love that Metalik went for quick pins a couple times and didn't get them, but then he still got one like a minute later because after he didn't get them, I wasn't expecting it. I was like, well, damn, they're going to have this match go five, ten minutes. And then, bam, there it was. And I was like, okay, that's cool. I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, I'm also all for The Miz getting his briefcase back just because I want some unpredictability on the show, Denise.
2: there's so much better unpredictability that you can get. That's not unpredictability. That's BS.
0: One WWE Monday Night Raw airing Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern on the, the USA Network like sean, how
2: I think somebody there hates me they're like we know denise Salcedo didn't want this so let's just ruin her life and give it give them back the money in the bank this is a j- troll job on me I, no, feel it. Unpredictable. I feel it in my bones unpredictability this was not sean this was dumb D-U-M. That i can't even spell dumb anymore d-u-m-b
0: Unpredictability? Come on, we're gonna see hurt business and new day some more. We're gonna see Naya doing some stuff with Oscar some more. Woof. I
2: that we're gonna see Miss with the with the money in the bank some more. Woof!
0: I hope he loses it to somebody that, that can do something with. Who
2: it. Who cares if he loses it? Who cares if he wins? At this point, who cares? I mean, somebody, me? Not me. I feel like people only care just because people like me get mad about it.
0: Denise. Have you ever watched the movie Joe Dirt?
2: No. Mm.
0: You need to watch it.
2: I'm sorry. I Snakes haven't and watched
0: sparklers, it. Denise. What? Snakes and sparklers.
2: Look, Sean, if you're going to give me a reference, at least give me something that I could possibly get. Sean, there's nothing that you can say to me that's going to get me excited about the miss having the money in the bank again. Denise, nothing. you are not
0: familiar with the story of Joe Dirt and Kick and Wing. No. It's not about you. It's about... The Consumer.
2: I don't give a damn about The Consumer right now. I'm pissed. So,
0: Kickin' Wing was a fellow who had a fireworks stand next to the road, but he wasn't selling any. Do you know why, Denise? Why? Because all that he sold were snakes and sparklers.
2: Okay, uh uh-huh.
0: Do you know why he sold snakes and sparklers?
2: I don't know why. Why?
0: Because those were the only kind that he liked.
2: Uh Uh-huh, and?
0: He didn't have any black cats, Roman candles, screaming memes, lady fingers, fuzz buttles, snicker bombs, church burners, finger blasters, gut busters, zippity doodahs, or crap flappers.
2: Is this like a Kentuckian thing? Like, is he this like a story have, you all tell each no, other?
0: He didn't have, owning a fire stand or fireworks stand, he did not have any whistling bungholes, spleen splitters, whisker biscuits. Honky Lighters, Husker doos, Don'ts, Cherry Bombs. Sean, what daisers, does this
1: have to
2: do with the Miz?
0: <laughs> with or without the Scooter Sticks or one single Whistling Kitty Chasers.
2: Look, I said I was going to be nice to you today. I'm just saying, This was wrong, ha- Sean. it's
0: not always about you. Sometimes it's about the consumer.
2: I don't know very many consumers that want this. And I get it. The Sean Ross <laughs> app stands are going to love it because they love anything you oh, say. and can't your own opinion. But Denise Salcedo thinks that this is dumb.
0: Uh-uh. Oh, God. I hope Reddit trolls you like they troll me. Actually, I wouldn't wish that on anybody.
2: Oh, I don't care. I could take the heat. I'm a man. I don't give a damn.
0: (laughs) God, I love it. I love it. Oh, please trash them. Drag them, Denise, please. Bryant Heath says, we're talking about a person who doesn't like whipped cream and popcorn. I don't like whipped cream either. I do like popcorn.
2: Jesus Christ. I can't believe people are defending this. Thank you, Zach Barber. Thank you. Zach Barber has a brain, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Has Drew, good taste.
0: Drew Nicholas says, I'm annoyed about the Ms. Money in the Bank thing. He wrestled the match at TLC. How are you Nicholas, able to wrestle the match? My
2: friend, mi amigo. Sorry, keep going.
0: How are you able to wrestle the match, lose, and then be given the briefcase again? Because he didn't cash it in. John Morrison cashed it in.
2: Sean, it's, there we go. Sean, it's dumb.
0: Hannah M says, I've decided Brock is going to return and win, then challenge Roman, then they can have Paul Heyman on a pole match. Also, Bianca's going to win. She even has a Chronicle (laughs) releasing the day before.
2: Probably even on a pole (laughs) net. That'd
0: be pretty good. That'd be pretty good.
2: See, that's unpredictable, Sean. We could put
0: him on a forklift. That would be pretty good. I would like that. Denise, I'm just, sometimes it bothers me the things that you say. How do you sleep at night?
2: You don't think it bothers me the things that you say? What? I'm sorry, but when I saw your tweet, Sean, I rolled over. I physically rolled over. I was wow. like, what is this nonsense? I cannot respect Sean Ross Sapp anymore.
0: I, you're rolling over. You won't be when you get a good night's sleep thanks to Helix Sleep. And no matter what garbage you tweet, you'll be able to rest easy thanks to our friends at Helix Sleep. A couple of months ago, I, I put out there. I was like, hey, guys. What kind of mattress should I get? And I had a bunch of people that said Helix. So I ordered one and I loved it so much. I hit them up and I was like, let's work together. Fortunately, we are. They have a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. I did not want to go to a mattress store. I did not want to go in blind shopping for a mattress online. So I took this quiz and it was perfect for me. They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses that are great for cooling you down if you sleep hot, and a plus for plus size folks as well. This was a huge upgrade over the slab of memory foam that I had been sleeping on. If you're looking for a mattress, you take the quiz, you order it, and it comes right to your door shipped for free. You don't have to go to a mattress store at all. And if you don't like it, after 100 nights, they'll pick it up for you. And they'll take it back. They've got a 10-year warranty. And if you go to HelixSleep.com/slash fightful and take their quiz, they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. It's working for me. I feel refreshed all the time. It's awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ and Wired magazine. So if you don't, if you don't care about Fightful, at least care about GQ and Wired. They are offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash fightful. That's helixsleep.com slash fightful. I truly love this stuff. I do not promote stuff that I don't at least try once, and I love this. I'm going to uh, get one for my, got my guest room, too, whenever we move. I am so excited about this product. Tell them about it. Hit them up at Helix Sleep on Twitter. Denise. What? Kevin Slitter says, Amy, Sean, now I want to watch Joe dirt again. Why wouldn't you? A lot of life lessons there. Uh, Manny Santos says in Garza's promo, he says he's going to give the rose to a special woman next week. Who do you think the return is Melina, Eva or Kelly? I think it's Eva Marie, uh, because I know WWE wanted to bring her in for that. So I think it's Eva Marie.
2: <laughs> Hoorah.
0: And by the way, our truth ran through his roses. That's all we got. We got a call back to the Charlie Caruso thing. Cool, yeah. I guess.
2: At this point, there needs to be a feud between the between the backstage reporters. I mean, Sarah got a rose last week. That was Charlie's thing, and now she's getting it back again. At this point, I'd be a little upset.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shayna Baszler defeated Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke has improved so much in the ring. Uh like again, she never seems out of her depth. An awful lot of shenanigans here though. Uh why didn't Shayna just let her get counted out.
2: I don't know. Maybe she just really wanted to not have her get counted out.
0: Maybe. Maybe that was it. But I like the in-ring. I like the Kira Fudu clutch outside. And Baszler eventually wins. But Dana Brooke has improved so much. I love watching Shayna work over people's arms. Um, but Baszler ends up attacking Mandy Rose after all this. We didn't. I don't think Nia was out there for this, was she? She
2: wasn't. Cause I have several thoughts on this. Okay, so first of Go all, ahead. so first of all, I got happy when Nia Jax wasn't out there because I thought, what if they're just gonna break them apart? That's it. Like they're not gonna make it official. Like, hey, they're breaking up or whatever. They're just gonna stop appearing together. So that's what I thought. So once you know, this match was good in the sense that it was getting back that Shayna Killer, you know, woman that we all knew and loved before, and kind of getting rid of that like whole comedy stench that she was doing with naya so i liked it in that sense however if i'm going to be completely honest with myself and how i felt watching this match i didn't care to see Shayna baszler win whatsoever call me crazy i wanted to see dana brooke win this match sure. i felt there was more excitement i would have been more uh interested in seeing dana brooke win this match which to be honest was not something that i would have said a couple of months ago but i just think right now everything that shayna did with naya has completely lost my interest they have to do a lot more to re-establish her as the shayna that she was before this if i want to continue seeing her you know grow as, you know, obviously I continue seeing her and all of that, but I had more interest in seeing Dana Brooke one, especially because they just, you know, her and Mandy just became a thing. I want to see them actually get some sort of importance, feel important for once, and not nah, they just both get left, you know, knocked out in the ring, so.
0: WWE has really screwed up with, with Shayna all year. She was supposed to win the Royal Rumble, they switched it to Charlotte. She bit Becky Lynch and it just, womp, wasn't good. She did not beat Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. And one month later, Becky had to vacate the title, which you can say that's positive, negative, whatever. Then they just didn't have her on TV for months. Then when they did, they had her in a tag team title program with Nia Jax that really slowed her down. And she was eating all the pins for Nia. And I don't see that as, as being necessary whatsoever. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I could see that. I could definitely see that later on.
2: Like if you're going to pull the plug on Shayna, you have to have pulled it when she was hot. And right now she doesn't feel hot. And that's unfortunate because Shayna has something so natural in her. Like you look at her, you know, she's going to kick your butt.
0: Yeah. Guys, please leave us a thumbs up. If you're watching at youtube.com slash fightful, please head over to youtube.com slash fightful scraps and subscribe to our new clips channel as well. We've started to roll out some videos there as well. But uh, both <laughs> Nia and Shayna entered... What is it? The,
2: what I is it? hope you put some Denise Salcedo videos in there. I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see. Yeah,
0: you're going to be on the, the funniest moments compilation that, that okay. drops. Yeah. Also, you're going to be on our mixtape that I drop very soon.
2: Oh, thanks. I'll keep an eye out.
0: Yeah, you do that. Um, <laughs> Naya and Shayna entered the Royal Rumble. Cool. I'm excited. I love the Royal Rumble. Thumbs up. Yep. Uh, so... Charlotte defeats Nia via DQ because there's always a distraction. There's always some goofiness. There's Mm -hmm. always some peripheral shit. There's never just these two are going to face each other and one's better than the other. There's always somebody at ringside, like somebody's got to roll out and look at Drew at the commentary table or something like that. This was all right. Nia's powerbomb looked good, but... I don't know how, like, why they didn't just let this go to Nia tapping out. What good did it do if we knew she was about to tap out and got DQ'd? It, she lost the match.
2: This is exactly, okay, so this is the, the match to finish that I didn't like when I was mentioning earlier shenanigans and all of this is what I was referring to. I did not like this. Charlotte just came back. There is no earthly reason why she shouldn't be getting a clean win over Nia Jax. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand why. Why it couldn't just be a clean win. Like we get all of these, you know, crazy finishes in so many different places where there's somewhere I'm like, you know what? Maybe I could defend that. Maybe. Not this one. Charlotte just came back. She's tag team champions. Come on. I don't get this one. I wasn't a fan of this.
0: Yeah, I agree. Just let her win. Naya is
2: bringing all the hot takes today. (laughs)
0: Naya needs Naya's past the point of needing to be protected or anything like that. She's not on the upward trend right now. This was one of the better matches she's had recently. And it still wasn't great. It just, I, I don't need to see it. Don't need to see it. Oh, what I needed to see was AJ Styles screaming at Elias and then yelling Frick. Yeah. As he high-fived almost almost is doing really good in this role.
2: Okay, but Sean, so I saw your tweet, right, where you're making fun of AJ, and I was like, Sean Ross Sap is making fun of the lingo that AJ Styles uses? Yeah. I ro- Sean, I was like, how could this be? Sean Ross Sap making fun of somebody else's vocabulary. I mean, no. And I was going to be mean, really? too. And I was going to call you out on it, but I, you know, I did well, not. You're being mean right
0: now. Almost
2: well, I mean, Monday's almost over, so.
0: Oh, my gosh my god uh so i think Omos has been really really awesome in this role even if he never wrestles it's okay i'm getting some real like christian tomco vibes from like 2005 no. really oh no. okay never mind uh, yeah, yeah. never mind <laughs> <sighs> well you did good you did good denise i Thank got you the joke you
2: you, i was like oh he didn't get the joke and failed I did. my it bad was,
0: it was good um Elias has barely wrestled in like the last 16 months. He's had like 14 matches. Three of those have been like gimmicky guitar matches. You've got a couple battle Royals, Royal Rumbles in there and like a 10 man tag. So he's really only had the opportunity to do like 10 matches over the last year and a half. So we got to see a whole lot of his offense in this, like a TKO. He was busting out everything. Only qualm. I would get rid of the old school meteor thing, do it from the top rope or whatever. It, like, I was willing to suspend my disbelief for 30 years for The Undertaker. At this point, I'm just like, uh, AJ would yank you off the top rope or push you off. He's not going to watch you do that. But uh, how'd you feel about the match? I thought it was pretty good.
2: Well, if you're going to suspend your disbelief for anybody, it might as well be The Undertaker first off. Secondly, I got to say that almost is becoming one of my favorite on-screen characters on Raw and it's you know it's getting there but I like it because he's not doing much but what he does is just enough and there was a lot of the outside stuff that he did uh during today's match just so I liked I like what he is bringing because it doesn't feel forced it just kind of feels natural what he's doing it doesn't feel like too much it's fine. And the match itself, it was good. I liked it. I liked everything he said about Elias. And I'm happy for Elias that he's getting this opportunity for as much as, you know, we can get mad about other stuff. But
0: well, Nerd Guru is very excited for Jackson Riker to get the opportunity to be obliterated by Omos.
2: There you go. That's the good stuff.
0: Bryant Reed says, saw Riker on my TV yet again, changed the channel. Well, you know, uh, AJ picks up the win. It was a good match. We've got some really good in-ring wrestling lately uh, on, on the show. Uh, Injection says, Sean, did you miss my super chat? Not if it's related to the main event. Otherwise, send it again with some little stars next to it. Zach Barber said, I spent the whole match worried about Charlotte's safety. I just can't enjoy Nia matches. Sad reality, Denise.
2: Yeah, I, I won't say that I spent the whole match getting worried worried, but there were a couple of moments where I was like, Oh, like it crosses your mind, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, of course. Uh, Justin Smith says, I'm quite happy Miz got money in the bank back because it helped me believe that WWE cares about the details of how it's cashed in. See, that's a positive, Denise.
2: Oh, Jesus, Sean, you're reaching for them positive. Can, hey, reach.
0: listen, listen, Denise. Never you're trying too hard. You're my friend. You don't have to call me Jesus, Sean. You can just call me Sean.
2: Can I call okay. you? I don't know what I call you. Bro. Okay.
0: T five de great says, "You mean the same heathen that hates Die Hard never watched Joe Dirt? Joe Dierte? I bet she likes Van Hagar, not Van Halen. Well, I, I appreciate the super chat, but I actually prefer Van Hagar to Van Halen. I think that right now is the best Van Halen song that they ever did.
2: You know what? I don't care. I'll bring the heat. I don't care who gets mad at me. Bring me the heat. It's fine. I'm cold. It's forty six degrees right now. I'll take it."
0: Zach Barber says had to kill Riker to cower in fear of a black guy. Rob Reed.
2: Okay.
0: Rob Reed (laughs) says, I see some early Diesel, Shawn Michaels similarities. This is clearly about me and you, Denise. They think that I'm Diesel and you're Shawn Michaels.
2: I'll take it.
0: Yeah. That's, it's not about AJ and almost. It's about Shawn and Denise. Like you do your pose and I'll be like, yeah, like that. That's. That's hey, what
2: actually, is it rob wilkins i think he did a edit of us when i was sean michaels for halloween
0: i think he did i uh, think he did yeah also no injection i did not miss your super chat i see that when it says they're protecting naya for a reason she's winning the rumble ain't she uh, not according to those betting odds fightful select.com that would be a terrible idea denise
1: i hate
2: to be so mean i don't want to be mean i i, I don't want to be mean but no
0: Aaron entertainment says the Padres are crazy. They are going for it. My God, are they going for it? Well, um, Matt Riddle went for it. He tried to name their team, the positively hard bros.
2: Is that going to segue into anything? Cause I was expecting it for tonight. No, nah,
0: nah, we got Helix tonight. I've, I've exhausted oh. the blue chew ones for the month, but, uh, this match was good. I loved Xavier using the Brody Lee, big, uh, discus lariat and uh tom phillips calling it the harper lariat that makes me so happy they did not shy away from acknowledging this they shouldn't Uh, very emotional and this is a fun match too i mean they're they're killing it they're having really good matches uh i'm getting a vibe like a 2013 2014 vibe where there were a lot of Shield, Usos, CM Punk, Del Rio, Daniel Bryan type matches where you would just throw in combinations and they would have bangers for like 15, 20 minutes, Denise. Obviously the stakes aren't quite as high now as they were back then, but we're still seeing some good matches. How'd you feel about this one?
2: Uh okay, so wait, we're on Jeff Matt Woods, right? The
0: Sorry. positively hard bros losing to what match are
2: we on right now? Okay, good. Yeah. All right. So honestly, okay, there are several thoughts that I had on this. So one, I I kind of feel a little opposite than you for this match. So I actually thought that the, the like the not even the first half, but a little bit more than the first half was not real. It was just a match. It mm-hmm. didn't feel like anything that blew me out of the water, or anything it, like
0: that whatsoever. That's a formula. I want them to change with these tag team matches. It's so slow and plodding. You got eight guys go balls to the wall
2: that's what i'm saying so that was one of the things that i was thinking was there's so much talent in this ring and i don't think this match peaked to its full potential that i was expecting for the amount of talent and who was in this match the only thing that i can say that i really really liked from this was angry bobby lashley i thought angry bobby lashley was the highlight of this match so
0: protected denise like big time like I don't think he's been pinned since like August or or July or something like that since uh, maybe losing the title or, or, or maybe somewhere along the line with Apollo Crews. Ever since then, he's been getting like decisive wins over people, especially Jeff Hardy. I like that. I want the champions protected. They're supposed to be the best. And I love what they're doing with Bobby Lashley.
2: Well, I've said on here, I haven't been as crazy about it, but today I was a fan of it. Okay. I liked the angry Bobby Lashley that we got today, but again, I thought this match could have been so much better for who was in that match.
0: Well, what do you think about the intergender match between Alexa Bliss and Randy Orton? Wait, that's not what happened. Instead, she goes and gets him a present. This is after Alexa had called him out and he appeared in the Firefly Funhouse and he's tearing stuff up and Alexa challenges him to meet her. Uh, Randy showed up because he thought that Bray would be there. Obviously Bray's got the night off for a multitude of reasons. Lost one of his close friends. He ain't going to be there tonight, but Alexa gets out a gas can and asks Orton to set her on fire. Then Alexa bliss calls Randy Orton a little bitch and pours gas all over herself And Orton's whole thing, Denise, is I'm not going to do it because you want me to. As opposed to, I might go to
2: fucking jail or prison. He already burned a man, Sean. What What kind of now he burns a woman? What kind of contract does this guy have, Denise?
0: Why didn't I get this written into my new deal? I couldn't get this. I I can't set anything on fire and be exempt from it. Randy Orton can set buildings on fire and caskets on fire and humans on fire. Unreal. Unreal. So we end with a cliffhanger.
2: It's Randy Orton. Just with a with a match, Denise. Okay. So look, I'm just gonna be honest. I like this. I thought it was you know oh jesus sean don't set your stuff on fire please i don't want the stream to go on fire i'm gonna
0: do it denise
2: we're gonna go viral please oh my god he's lighting a candle ladies and gentlemen what kind of candle is it what's the smell you gotta give me some some It's
0: vanilla cookie crunch
2: vanilla cookie crunch lovely
0: and these are man these are dirty these are uh matches from my wedding five years ago
2: <laughs> you still have
0: them? oh i have so many of them we forgot to put them on the tables so we have like hundreds of uh, match boxes still yeah Hey,
2: they always come in handy it's not like you can't use them
0: <laughs> oh my gosh we have a lot of super chats rob reed says alexa was straight fire tonight my god <laughs> nerd guru says actual good show i'm a sucker for a cliffhanger In-ring work with Nia was – excluding Nia was superb. Here's where it's stupid, Denise.
2: Wait, what's stupid? The finish? I mean – The
0: cliffhanger. I love a good cliffhanger, but the cliffhanger can't be did he burn this woman alive or not, especially when they are doing a talk show right next to the spot. Where they're do- where they, they would have done it,
2: yeah, but I don't think we're supposed to associate those th- two things. As we're not supposed
0: thing. to associate raw talk, which by the way, they sh- they showed the Ricochet <laughs> Raw talk <laughs> no, promo. No, I'm about
2: it. Come on, <laughs> you no. the WWE, here
0: <laughs> you ain't doing that to me. Ricochet's t- raw, talking raw promo You're was more shown mad
2: about this than the Miz. I'm not thing. mad
0: about, shit. but yes, the cliffhanger of. Did he burn a woman alive when they do a talk show 15 feet away? And, <laughs> and uh, Colt Badeau says on Raw Talk, they don't know what happened with Randy and Alexa because it went dark in the ring. Yes, see?
2: They answered the question. Denise,
0: do you want me to turn out my light and see what you can see here? I bet oh, you can okay. see this fire.
2: Yeah. Especially
0: when the fire is right next to where they're supposed to be. Don't do this to well, me. Well,
2: maybe they <laughs> blinked and they turned around. <laughs> they oh,
0: my God. Sean,
2: so it was a fine ending, okay? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yes, it was. It's a great visual with Randy.
0: WWE like- isn't going to report on their own website. Alexa Bliss burned alive. Yes, of course they are.
2: Okay, but hold on a second. Can we please talk about how psycho Alexa Bliss is if she's willing to get herself set on fire just because her man was set on fire? Come on, please. We need to go to that.
0: Alex, you all can subscribe to uh, FightfulSelect.com and see sour graps twice a week. And he says, I might not be mad, but I'm goddamn furious. Here's the thing. If I hadn't learned and never taken it, like I can't take enough this too seriously because I know I'm going to have to cover some dumber shit next week. Like that's just the the reality of it. But that that was so stupid. It was so stupid. Oh,
2: Suspend your disbelief, Sean. Have oh, a little yeah. fun. Suspend
0: my disbelief when they do a talk show 10 feet away. kiwi rob says i I did that on purpose that way denise couldn't fire back (laughs) but the only one that thinks alexa bliss has fallen down in her storylines considering she was a champion earlier this year for you and uh denise uh no i don't i think this is a big storyline for her she's in the main event segment of monday night raw regardless of how stupid the angle is it's the main event segment of raw denise
2: No, I love what Alexa Bliss is doing. And I know there are a lot of things that maybe aren't very perfect about what she's doing. You know, I've read what people have said about this. I'm aware. Uh, But I personally like it because I've always been a fan of Alexa Bliss. And I've always felt that she had it in her to do a character like this. And now that I think about it, like how many women get the opportunity to do characters like these? These are characters that are given to men.
0: Yeah. And I mean, like the last one that I really vividly remember something like this, AJ Lee, when she was a prominent fixture on on Raw and like the whole show revolved around her. Now we're seeing that this, this angle revolve more around Alexa. Zach says that ending would have been perfect for young and the restless or passions, not so much for a weekly show that operates in real time. <laughs> yeah oblivious kari don't understand what she means or what they mean but says uh why does the loser always get the upper hand well i don't know why denise always gets the upper hand but she does uh bryant he says i don't necessarily like the fact that they did the cliffhanger especially since they'll more than likely have it on raw talk after but i did enjoy the theatrics and emotional side of it well lucky for you bryant they didn't do it on raw talk they didn't reference it they have no idea. And the Jam 1 Ryan B. Jam says that Raw had butter disregard for its fans' intelligence with that dumb ending segment. And he also says that was a very dumb and bad ending segment to what was a very good and entertaining Raw that seemed to fly by. Denise?
2: I think people are crazy. It was fine for what it was. <laughs> Come on. He just burned the fiend and you liked that. So okay. how, is that any how They're was that different? You're was outrageous.
0: Yes how was it different we saw that happen we saw that actually happen they didn't say tune in tomorrow to see if he burned a man alive because the reality of the situation is denise even suspending your disbelief you would find out before you tuned into the next episode of the show
2: so then let me ask you what if they would have burned her alive then what are you going to come back next week to find out what happened to alexa bliss getting burned alive
0: I mean, maybe, yeah, but I mean that's not no, the point.
2: I, I think their train of thought was of hey course. if you don't tell people what happened, then maybe they'll tune in next week to see if Alexa Bliss got burned or not. Yeah, that's a right.
0: cliffhanger, but it's that's but it's, I know what a cliffhanger is, Denise. I do them all the time. I literally do, you
2: do cliffhangers. I've never seen a cliffhanger. We do
0: tease shoot fight stories that's every Friday funny. on our show.
2: Yes, cliffhangers
0: are a normal thing. Cliffhangers happen all the time. You you tease something. Not, not when that thing is, did this person die or not?
2: Hey, you know how many times I've seen shows where like you don't know if the person died or not and it just ends? Or when you watch an entire movie and you have no idea what happens and you have to make up the ending for yourself? I hate that. But it happens, okay? We have to live with it.
0: But then you don't see a talk show that is in canon.
2: Sean, how in many in people way. watch Raw Talk? I've never seen Raw Talk.
0: Lots of people watch Raw Talk.
2: Okay, well, I haven't seen Raw Talk, okay? Sue me, okay?
0: Bryant Heath says, Denise defending this booking is worse than her stance on Joe Dirt.
2: How can I have a stance on Joe Dirt? I've never seen it.
0: Justin Smith says, Alexa's outdoing both the feed and Orton in this storyline. If she hasn't been set on fire, I hope we see her in the championship pictures.
2: Look, Sean, I am not here. Maybe to we'll answer. find out I'm next going Monday. To in, okay, I'm gonna have different opinions. All right, oh, that's what people know. can expect It's from this show.
0: It's just a really terrible one. It doesn't make I any sense. Page,
2: control, copy, and paste of Sean Ross Sap.
0: Oblivious, yeah, that would that would make too much sense. Oblivious, Carrie says. Ring announcers whispering, "Oh no, please don't burn her live It's insane. Why do they talk so silently? Like, oh no, that's just wrong. That yeah, that well, they did yell towards the end. Um, but yeah, I always thought it was weird when they acted like they were at a golf tournament.
2: No one ever does anything when someone's being burned alive. Like, can you imagine that in real life though? Seriously, if someone's being burned alive, you bet your ass. I'm going to do something about it.
0: Carlos easy says Monday night, choose your own adventure. <laughs> and Manny Santos says, even where he coming back as a legend heat. I know a lot of people are like, oh, this person is a legend. This person isn't a legend. The term legend is a thing applied like superstars. Even if you don't think somebody is a superstar, everybody on that roster is a superstar. The WWE legends are just any alumni that they have. It's, it's, it's a thing applied to those people. I'm not going to get all worked up about that. Uh, I know a lot of people got upset about some of them. I don't see any problem with them calling anybody. They want to bring back the Brooklyn brawler. They can call them a legend. I don't care about that. Denise, tell the people where they can hear more of your horrible wrestling takes.
2: You're welcome. You can come bring the heat to me because I can take it. I'm not going to delete my Twitter. I'm not going to act like all of a sudden I didn't say what I said because I have a backbone. So come and attack me. I don't care. At yeah, under- I love <laughs> it. Wait, see, you made me mess up my own last name. Uh-huh. At underscore Denise Salcedo Twitter and Instagram. You may hate my opinions, but at least I stand by them.
0: They're terrible. They really are. All right. They're really bad ones. They're really bad ones, but I appreciate oh, the hard work you do.
2: Pause, Sean. Pause. I'm 500 subscribers away from 13K. Wait, 500 followers away from 13K. Heads up.
0: 500 followers away from how many?
2: 13K. Thank huh. you. I'm desperate for followers.
0: There you go, guys. Follow Denise. She's desperate for followers. Please subscribe to Fightful Scraps. It's youtube.com slash fightful scraps. Get us to 1K subscribers. And hey, just leave those compilations on repeat. Get our watch hours up for us. We need 4,000 of them before we can make the money. Wow,
2: Sean, making the people commit fraudulent acts.
0: Fraudulent acts? Hell no.
2: That's fraudulent. Come on.
0: It's not fraud. (laughs) Oh, you pissed me off so bad. We're
1: out of (laughs) here. (laughs) you <laughs>